Hey listeners, before we get to your show, this is a blast from your past. Were you hanging around in the 90s watching Nickelodeon before you got too old for it and started smoking weed and doing drugs? Well, then you should know us. This is Danny Tamborelli and... And this is Michael C. Morona. We're here to ask you to check out our podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Michael. And here's our on-air producer, Jeremy, to tell us what you'll be hearing. You can hear things like minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network. You're now listening to The Bradshaw Boys. A podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even a cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys rewatch their way through Sex and the City with you. And just like that, I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin James Doyle. My name is John Seaver. Wow. My name is John <laughs> Seaver. That's we not got, we that's, got Halloween candy. That's not Kevin and me doing a John impersonation. No, it's it's not. John I'm in the back flesh. In the flesh back here. Back. With with you two chuckleheads boom, ready boom, to boom, talk boom, about boom, boom, little, boom, little, boom. our ladies. Guess who's back? Woo, I Dude, missed them. Back how again. many how, things are so many things have been conspiring against our podcast. <laughs> I don't want to make the past few years about us. But but nature, whether mm-hmm. it's whether it's killing the population or or growing the population, yeah, man. Either way, it is just trying to get in the Bradshaw Na- boys. Nature's way. fucked with our shit for far too long. <laughs> and we, yes, me. we said whether it is the birth of new life Ooh. or the or the 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 death of millions <laughs> okay. of well, technology too. Technology. <laughs> That saved it, you know. Okay. Okay. Listen, though, I think if you if you take Kevin's point here, he is comparing the powers of your newborn son against some of the greatest forces in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pestilence. Yeah. The impending march of doomsday technology. Mm-hmm. Like maybe Mickey is the savior of the world. Maybe Dude, that's what we're getting. If at. you if you could see the trajectories of his shits at like three in the morning, <laughs> you would understand that he is pestilence in, uh, embodied. Like actually flying across. Dude, the I have a video of it. Just like a, oh. like a like a thumb over a hose, just spraying the well. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh! You, like, you parents know what I'm talking about. But but to that, we've showed other other parents videos of his like what he can do the painting that he can do on the walls across the room mm-hmm. and other parents are like that's not normal that's that he's an odd he's an odd child so we they, love him. They he's awesome him. they just said that's that's a seaver yeah a seaver. that's that's a seaver but no Dang. we we welcomed our our beautiful baby boy eight pounds six ounces on july 15th he's very healthy mama's very healthy 90 percentile head 90 percentile weight wow height off the charts they're like we don't have shit for that and wow. um mickey mitchell sieber named after my grandfather Muggerditch. Mm. mickey was his nickname so we're very very excited that he's here that's 
That's amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank in, you. In person. Like we've talked about it. You and Kevin did a pod when I was not here. Mm-hmm. Kevin and I have done pods when you were not it's here. Worth noting, it's worth noting that Kevin fucked up that pod too. Oh, it's so worth, we're supposed to be. <laughs> we should read. It's so, supposed to be a main episode, but we, we had to push it to the so Patreon. I didn't fuck up the pod. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, I was no, innovating I, with the form. You were. And, and you were innovating with the form so much that you talked about the mess up and then said you were innovating <laughs> all live on air. Well, listen, it was Quinn Tarantino slash meta. I was commenting on it because I was I was comment. It's listen, podcasting doesn't just have to be people Kevin, talking. Kevin, can, you're, you're the real Duchamp of podcasting. That's <laughs> very true. I'm saying just get all your bullshit out now, because after the break, we're doing 45 minutes about how much you look like Garth. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny listening to that, though, because like you guys were here and it's on Patreon. If y'all haven't heard it, go go subscribe. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, seriously. Go subscribe. Stop right Stop. now. Stop. Do you want my child to be in diapers? To be able but, to afford food? That's true. Yeah. If, to be able to afford that surgery that tones down his shitting trajectory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I say that as someone who had who it's had just a monopoly thimble that we stick up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. All right. Um no, it yeah. I mean, we watched an episode out of order. I mean, mm-hmm. I was the one editing the episode. So <laughs> the best part, the best part was listening to listening to well, right before I edited it, I I get a I told I texted was like, hey, I'm about to sit down and edit the episode. And then I get a text from John that said, Did Kevin tell you about the mess up? And I said, No. And I get a FaceTime call from John <laughs> where he he details me everything that happened meanwhile no communication from kevin <laughs> then i listened to the episode as i am the one editing it not and not, then not, wait no wait, wait what i saw the facetime come up and you ignored it and, and i was like, like i was like ignoring i was like no i i'm too much shame you're definitely laying in the bed and then covered like, in your semen and then i edit it and then y'all the i sent y'all the clip there's a clip of you both talking about how you mess up and then you laugh and you're like you know i do this kind of thing in my own life sometimes you know just probably to its detriment but you know who hates this stuff <laughs> Corey, I know, and I was just sitting there seething on a Saturday afternoon on my day off, just right just, after just, getting screened by Kevin because <laughs> he was too shamed to even answer the call. Uh, and then, but the best part was multiple times throughout the rest of the episode, you both were like, "We got to text Corey and talk about this mess up since he's going to nope. edit it." Never got a, never got any conversation, never got well, any communication. Um, what, what I did say in the beginning of that episode is we have to have Katie on and tell her, tell everyone her the beginning of her birth story because it's sex and city related and it's absolutely incredible it's also great because i'm not gonna spoil it i know well, you you mentioned it on that one and mm-hmm. it's also great because this one is a main feed one so it's your yeah. first one back yeah. that we're together it's all out in the world and then we'll do a main feed one back with katie and we'll oh my gosh all of us back. i can't wait it'll be it's, great it's, it'll be awesome i can't wait for for people to hear it but thank you for the support a lot of people reached out and said hey and people have been commenting on my stories being like that's a cute baby so that always feels really good so john how do you uh how, how do you think Corey and i did with, uh, with the substitute teacher gone, dude. I didn't listen to any of it. While I was, are you kidding me? <laughs> Not even that. Just you don't have to have listened to it. Just uh, I you, think when, when you, I think you guys. If you're a this. parent at home, you don't need to come back and watch all of the security footage. That's sure. True. I know. I here's my here's my thought. Yeah. I imagine that you're the substitute teacher that just wheels in the cart from the IT department and plays a movie. 
I think Corey. What's was... a podcast about TV shows? I, but at least I showed the wrong episodes of Sex in the City. Hey guys, it's me, Mr. Doyle. Uh, play Butterfly in the Sky. And I can fly twice as high. Hey, little man, how old's your sister? And I think uh... <laughs> that's Kevin talking to one of the kids. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Uh, it's funny because oh, it's true. It's funny. It's uh, funny because I am a substitute teacher who, who and works I think with like, underage. I think Corey would be the substitute teacher that was way overqualified in the subject matter, and then mm. get frustrated with the kids for not catching on. Yeah. It's like we're just doing one plus one, Mister Kevin. And he's like, you fucking idiots, don't you, you know? You just find me in the janitor's closet eating Tums at the end yeah. of the day. She's like, oh my God, I can't take this anymore. So I think combined, you guys probably did a pretty damn good job. I think yeah. we actually, yeah. I think we actually did, like, I think that's a good assessment. Like, we definitely, I definitely worked hard, but like, we definitely had a lot of fun. Like, it was a good, it was a good mix. Like, I think it was really good. Yeah. A hundred and sixty averages out to 80, mm -hmm. which is a C. Passing that's, grade. That's Passing grade. And that's what we shoot for here in the Bradshaw boys. <laughs> yeah. C. Hey, C for Carrie Bradshaw. That's right. We did it. Um, we actually we did get a we did get a um a few responses from our last Patreon about our, our Instagram drama. And and people were people said we went easy on her and they found it to be good, fun, and interesting drama. Oh, that's so, good. Yeah. So that's on the Patreon. You you don't get that here on the main feed. We also put up the um Something that's funny that happened on Instagram was we put up the the film that we did two years ago, Halloween. Yeah. Where we all mm -hmm. dressed up as characters. I was Aiden, you were Steve, and Corey was Mr. Big, and mm -hmm. we reenacted the um, basketball scene. And someone on the comments, I was reading them, was like, that actually was really good camera work. Yeah. And do you remember who filmed it? Oh, yeah. I do. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's our buddy who's literally directs TV shows. So, yeah. He works in movies. Yeah. He, he works in movies and film and TV. And, Major movies. And uh, has. Is he working on this? Not, no, he's not working on this show. He, okay. He's full time for another, for another show. Oh, okay. Um, but I was randomly walking through the park one day and they had like all the signs up. And they're like, sir, you can't walk through here. We're filming. And I'm like, what are you filming? And they told me, and I it was his show, and I walked up, and he was directing that day. So it was, I just randomly Jeez. stumbled upon him directing. So, uh, to speaking of that, uh, we should um, when we we still don't know when the move, this show comes out, but we mm. should see if he has any like on the ground information. Yeah. Ooh. Also, some on the ground information that I was forwarded today mm -hmm. from. We all know that we have a gossip source who. Mm -hmm. Is that Kim Cattrall's not going to be in the new upcoming series? <laughs> well, you heard it here first. That's sort of what it is. Oh, really? Do you know what this is? No. Oh, okay. So um, I'll just read the headline that we were forwarded from a legitimate news source, who's our voice on the ground. Newsmax. Newsmax. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> from OAN. From the OAN, One American Network. One American Network got in touch with us. Uh, it says, Samantha Jones is not dead. Sex in the City insiders divulge details of how Kim Cattrall is written out of the reboot and say the door is wide open for season two. Now here's Ooh, the thing. Here's wow. the thing. That's kind of a, that's kind of a what they call a nothing burger. However, they say that that uh, it, the storyline is that the reason that Samantha's not here is that her and Carrie had a falling out. Which means that's that, crazy. Yeah. Which means that it's like sort of based on, you know, the real life rumors of what people thought it was. And it also means that the whole thing, like maybe she died, maybe they lost touch. Like it means that they're opening the door. Like maybe she could show up in a season two. If in real life things come <laughs> together. Work it out. Yeah. Two, two theories I have. 
That's from the DailyMail.com, by the way. So, like, I it's wonder if, like, her... British Newsmax. I wonder if, like, <laughs> British Newsmax, essentially. Yeah. I wonder if, like, Samantha Jones as a character will be mentioned then, you know? They're going to get they it out of the way and then... You know what I mean? Like, this is, like, an inconvenience to be dealt with. <laughs> what, if, what if she's mentioned in that whenever Carrie says to a chat and chew... There's just always a FaceTime coming through and, and she just she just sends it a voicemail. <laughs> just like, she throws her phone on the table and then they just then they start the chat and she Well, who was that? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Two things. One, what are the chances that she's in just one little scene and it blows air, it blows television out of the water? I mean, that's what I have been hoping for, especially when she posted that video of her running around the reservoir. Kim mm-hmm. Cattrall did not too long ago. She posted a video of her running around the reservoir set to I'm back in the New York groove. Mm. Um, And weirdly, it was just the same video on loop twice. So it's like, you know, you know, you you can like loop a video to where like the Instagram just keeps playing. Hers is a single video loop. I love how bad celebrities are on Instagram. It's one of the the best things ever. Go to Chris Rock's Instagram and it's just like, it's like, oh, I forgot you're a dad. It's like a meme account. Yeah. 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 It's like. And this is coming from someone who is awful at Instagram, but oh, I'm yeah. better than the 90% of the celebrities out there. My, my mom does have a few, like, she has a few, like, Facebook pages that just send her memes. And she'll send some to the family thread. And sometimes they're so lame. And sometimes I'm like, man, that's hilarious. It's yeah. like, just like really solid kind of farsighty type. Yep. Yeah. Um, wait, the other thing is, because I walk, I've seen him filming twice now. One time I walked on the set. Uh, when they're on Perry street and they were like, they're like, you can't walk on here. I was like, I'm meeting a friend on the street. Yeah, I can. And they're like, okay. And then I just, yeah, that's all you can. That's all yeah. you have to do, especially in New York is if they're ever like, sir, you have to stop walking here. You're like, nope. no, I don't. No, I don't. Unless, unless it's a safety concern as a police officer. I have you, you can walk. You can also just pretend that you know someone on the crew and walk up to craft service and start eating food and then just go, do you guys know where Mitch is? I've done, you do it. I don't know. You know, this is, this is actually, have you ever actually done that? Yes. I've eaten that craft service multiple times because I used to work this one job that it was, we just didn't, we were in a very slow period. I don't have the cojones to do that. Well, part of it is that, um, that after I worked on like sets as a PA for so long, yeah, you just, you just get that. You just get that swagger, man. These are working people. These are wor- <laughs> working people. So, uh, the, but do you think that they are filming? Do you think there are any decoy scenes? Ooh, that's a, that is a right? great question. Because I'm like, is that common? <clears throat> Wait, is yeah, common most- in the show? Is com- yeah, common, common the rap? Is that common? Is- no, if it's a decoy scene, he's not in the show. Is, um, is that, do they do that? in That's film a, and television i don't know i don't, know. I, I, I don't uh, there's just usually not that many shows that like most shows that have this level of scrutiny mm-hmm. are not filmed so out in the open yeah you know true. what i mean like i'm trying to think of another thing that's I like guess they, this. Did, they did shit like that with game of thrones where they would like fly somewhere yeah. to like a certain location and then like make what, them be seen yeah but and, and then they still and did game the of thrones, they didn't have to like you know go to i don't know fucking whatever dante the restaurant and be like that's where they were filming the other day someone texted us the thing because he get i'll show you the picture yeah what was that video that you you put up a video the other day yeah somebody sent us um she said as a joke she wanted to remain anonymous but she said haha jk but i'm not gonna but one of our followers sent it she was just visiting new york and walked past oh that's gotta be so fun if you're that's amazing and then and then three people below that were like how do you find out their production schedule i'm visiting new york i'd love to visit the set i was like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's not how it works again but. walk into craft service ask for mitch 
But I just think that'd be a great idea. You just like film like a few things that are yeah. just like, yeah. you know, it takes an hour of your time and it gets you, you know. Well, even the thing of like Carrie, that that one image that's like floating around of her wearing like green dish gloves oh yeah like a weird like babushka outfit yeah. and she's just on the phone it's like if they were like and hey, smoking a cigarette yeah yeah if, if they were like hey today during lunch let's just have this you on. out doing this and then we'll never put it in that would be the they should have taken the troll to the next level they've been like here's really- a here's a maga hat go outside <laughs> walk around <laughs> i mean that's that's with the maga hat they did that i think they saw larry david with that like before it came out or something because oh, there's a season pretty... where he like wore it to get distance from people yeah oh man um well uh let's watch this episode and then we can do yeah. what we came here to do john let's uh, talk about you and garth talk Ooh. about me and garth and my big ass dick <laughs> <laughs> all right all and right. oh before we get to it this is a great time to announce merch. Mm. I'm going to uh, make a dildo and you could. No, <laughs> we do have t-shirts. People have been buying them. Oh yeah. You can go to our website. There are t-shirts there and we're going to make more merch. Oh yeah. yeah. Heck yeah, we are. All right. Bye. Katie, take it away. Take it away. Episode 43, Escape from New York. Carrie meets with actor, producer, Matthew McConaughey in LA to talk about optioning her columns to make a movie. Miranda wrestles with the level of open sexuality in Los Angeles. Charlotte uses the internet to deal with Trey's impotence problem. Samantha meets a dildo model. And now, back to the boys. And we're back. Escape from... New York, Dude. escape from New York. Just so everyone knows, this is not what this is not what we did during the pandemic. Okay, we we are not the New Yorkers that escaped from New York. We fucking we were here. That's true. Grinding it out. I left for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, not every. It's been a year and a half now. You're allowed to have. You're allowed to have left. But we were all here during it. Yeah, I was here during the for pretty much the whole thing. I didn't leave for like let's see seven months. Yeah, just grinded for seven months. Yeah, people like March twenty first were just like, "Oh, I heart New York," and we're like, "I bought a place upstate." No, yeah. we're, we're here listening to the freaking. But ambience. like looking back, they're actually pretty damn smart. <laughs> there is it is it would no. It, I kept my apartment and and the uh, the rental market crashed. And now it's back higher than ever, more expensive than in San Francisco. Is it? Oh yeah. Ooh. It is. It so. is very rough to find an apartment in New York right now. Yeah. From people that I have heard trying to find apartments, it is not easy. I did not know that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's Ooh. it's it's the the New York rents are definitely back. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. So That's... if they gave up, if they gave up something good, <laughs> jokes on them. I'm worried about a bunch of people who like got really good deals during the crash, that like. Next year, their rent's going to like quadruple. Hundred well, percent. I mean, like what ha- I I know someone who they got a really good deal, and what the stipulation was is the landlord was like, you get four months free, but your base rent is what it always would have been. Mm. Just average the four months free to make it to where your rent. Yeah, is and so now they're just going to be paying a boatload yeah. of rent for all they next knew. year. They're like two. It's like two friends who like it's their like first apartment and they were just like okay we're gonna go live somewhere yeah. awesome and then we know middle of 2022 then we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to 
Yeah, totally. So I think a lot of people did that. Yeah, I think when you leave New York, though, it's like looking at real estate is one of the most painful things that you can do. When you're like upstate or like in like like your parents' hometown and you like pull open the the county newspaper and you see what like houses cost, you're like, ooh. You're like, oh, damn, that sucks. Yeah. Well, that's tough. Although now that we're the pandemic real estate pod for the next mm-hmm. little bit like yeah. welcome although the other thing is i do think kind of what happened was during that some of the some of the hometown newspaper stuff probably showed in some cities that it got more expensive yeah like austin and oh, places yeah. like like mm-hmm. the I, I feel like the pandemic was more of the even more of the rise of the mid-sized yeah. city as yeah. they say yeah and one of the most difficult things about living in new york is that we're never we're you almost never in the same vicinity as Matthew McConaughey. That's true. Famed writer. I, you, I read his. Uh, I read, I, I read I his, his autobiography. Uh, I haven't finished it, but I because I was on a roll with it because it's quite an easy read. But man, it is it I, is funny. I hope I'm I not like name being the name drop guy too much, but. Did you guys see the video that Matthew McConaughey sent to one of our friends? Yes. Oh my yes. gosh, it's not a cameo. Yeah. We had like a friend of a He's friend like, that, that I... was releasing a record and and somehow they got McConaughey to record him a video. And it is, it's like exactly what you'd think Matthew McConaughey would send. Oh yeah. It's I mean, fantastic. It is insane. Reading his book, I was like, when he, I forgot he did the. Did you drive a Cadillac too? I don't know what he drives. I think he, he drives Lincoln, a Jeep. Lincoln. Oh, Lincoln. Lincoln. Yeah, Lincoln. Lincoln, 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 Lincoln. Yeah. Um, but he, it's funny how he's just been able to make a career being really serious at times. And then also him playing Matthew McConaughey is like, that's pretty much how he is. Okay. So this was my funny thought that I prefaced before we would start recording being like, I'm not sure if it's a funny thought, but he plays himself in the show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he's not like a state. He's like a creep guy that like just wants to like me too and, and have sex with Carrie in the spot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. N- no one else does that in the show. Like everyone else who does that is like, it's like Vince Vaughn playing, you know, Justin yeah. Sinclair. Like, but he's literally Matthew McConaughey. I mean, the only other person that plays themselves, I think is Lucy Liu when she does. Oh, Lucy and I guess Liu she's like, I guess bag. she's like a bitch, but like, his but she gets, she's more justified than he is, yeah, for sure. His character's like a total creep. And it's not like, you know, it's not like studio exec Brent Stevens. Yeah. It's like, it's like I, I got a meeting with Matthew McConaughey and he's a douchebag. But I yeah. think it's so that funny. it's kind of the genius of actors like McConaughey and um, uh, uh, Nicolas Cage and people like that, where it kind of starts out where people are like, this person is a parody of themselves. And then years later, you're like, no one else played themselves yeah. as a dirt bag on Sex in the City, but now that's what people go on curb to do. Yeah. So in a yeah. way, you're like, he was 20 years ahead of the game. He was matter. And it's the same kind of deal where it's like now the Nicolas Cage stuff that people made fun of, they're like, but that's the Cage effect. That's what <laughs> yeah. he did. It's Keanu Reeves is like the same way where it was like he was like so like surfer and cringy. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, no, he's really a good actor. Yeah. Like way and just like very mindful and into uh like martial arts and stuff like yeah. that yeah i think i think yeah yeah i feel like you either get uh i don't know like unveiled as as a creep if you do something so brazen or if it's just like he's like has a sense of humor to be like 
Yeah, whatever. I'll be like the, one of those Hollywood losers like yeah. everyone knows about. Because what was like McConaughey, this was probably in like the early 2000s or this like was, late this 90s. was 2004 maybe? This was 2000. What? Yeah, because it's season three. So like season three, yeah, so McConaughey at that time was like leading man in rom-coms, right? I think it was, was this around the time like it was 1996. Was this around like How to Lose a Guy? Uh, how to lose a guy in ten days, or mm. um, how do you randomly know what year a Time to Kill came out? Because that was the first radar movie I ever saw. No way, really? Do you recommend it? Yeah, as a first. Oh yeah, I mean it's like I, mean, basically... I wasn't asking if you recommend the movie. It's a great fucking movie. I'm saying like if you have a 15 year old child, should someone consider that as the first R A movie they show that child? Um, well, I do think like its rated Rness is basically for like very intense serious themes mm -hmm. that i think ultimately are like morally kind of justified mm -hmm. so uh yeah it's like you know i'd rather i'd rather my kids learn about the uncomfortable subject of race through a time to kill than then fucking watching porkies than watching porkies <laughs> yeah what was your first rated r movie course uh, uh my first rated r movie was um I believe it was planes, trains, and automobiles. A uh, great one. Because great one. and the reason I was allowed to watch it and a Casio. What? That's from the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's when he's like making the. Uh, he's like getting a hotel room. And he's like, how about three seventy three and oh, a yeah. Casio? That's right. Um, he Steve Martin has that one freak out where yeah, he the fucking fucking yeah he yeah. like swears for like two minutes straight. Ah. And my parents were like, God, we love this movie so much, and they're like, okay. You can watch it, but there's going to be a part where there's a <laughs> lot of bad things. That's like, what okay. that's what my parents said, but it was, <laughs> but it was about a time Roadhouse. to kill, and it was about. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just it's funny because there's like that one scene that's like this is going to be uncomfortable, and instead it's like two hours and fifteen minutes of like okay, so that's the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, <laughs> my first radar movie was Predator, and oh, yeah. I will oh, wow. go. I will go on a talking head panel on a new show. Defending that being the best rate, first radar movie to show someone. It's Predator? yeah, it's so good. Why? Why so? Um, it's got uh, Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. Oh yeah, you know him? Yes. The, yeah. The politician. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's the politician. Uh -huh. It also has another politician, Jesse Ventura. Oh, yeah. Yes. Sure you know yeah. Him? Lots of strong politicians. Yeah. It's it's just overall a fantastic movie. M McConaughey was definitely in his autobiography. He mentions that he was in. All right, all right, all right. Like dazed and confused, but he said once a time to kill came out, like the day he was like a risky bet, and he's like the first weekend of that box office, he's like that was the last time I walked down the street and wasn't recognized. Wow, so That's he, crazy. he went to like, and then he even like has a line in it. Listen to the audiobook if you can. He's like, he's like, I'm not gonna lie, I spent spent a uh, spent about a month. What's that bungalow place in L.A. that everyone talks about? Tons bungalow people, eight or whatever. No, like it's the, like. Oh, it's like a Beverly hit. I don't know. It's where what's his name died. It's where Chateau Marmont died. Chateau Marmont. Yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah. he's like, I may have spent a month at the Chateau Marmont taking showers every night with a different lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. There's just something like that. And he's like, and at a certain point, you realize you, like everything gets old at some point. So I had to go find myself. I love how, like, when, I love when people like say shit like that. They're like, you know, 
Of course he can say it gets old because he yeah. lived through the awesomeness of yeah, that. Yeah. I'll, I'll say if it gets old, McConaughey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, I'm not going to hear stupid fucking <laughs> advice about how lame it is to shower with a different beautiful woman every single night, you <laughs> asshole. I'm here to tell you. It's also funny that he had to finally find himself with like what a beautiful Brazilian woman who he yeah. has children with now. Yeah. That's how he found himself. Oh, poor like, guy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel so bad for you that I know. got boring. It's a little, like, the hey, law of diminishing return applied to your... <laughs> Showering with beautiful women. You could have just read Ecclesiastes and shut the fuck up and learn. <laughs> Dumb fuck. Just try eating Stouffer's lasagna for 30 days in a row. You fucking, fucking moron. Dude, if I ever see him, I'm going to say that. All that stuff. He'll be like, oh, it seems like you got a lot of negativity in your life. Hey, Kevin, I really like what you're putting out in the world. Hey, Kevin, I'm glad you're asking those questions. Whether it's with your voice or on a skin. Okay, we do need we to do, do we have to get back to our thing, but I did record this because it's one of my favorite moments that I forgot from the entire series, mm-hmm. which is just great. But that's him, that's him Playing. auditioning to play big, which is pretty awesome. It's yeah. great. All right, let's uh Garth. No. Should we go full Garth? Well, first time back, we gotta recap the app. Ooh. All right. I'm gonna need some help here, guys. Hey, uh, we, watch, we, can tag, we, we can tag team this. Yeah. We'll, we'll quickly do it. It's the first the first LA app. Yep. Escape, escape from, from New, New York. York. The question that Carrie asks is: Can you ever escape from your past? Oof. And uh Trey is working through some limp dick issues, mm-hmm. some impot- impotency. Carrie and oh, Charlotte sh- get honest at that chat and chew. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, they have a chat and chew. Mm -hmm. Carrie and Charlotte get super honest at it. Right at the beginning, yeah. And uh, Carrie's talking about how there's a really great line where, you know, Charlotte's like, I mean, wow, what happened with Aiden? Where it's like, yeah, Carrie freaking cheated on him with Big. Yeah, that's what happened. Come on, stupid. Oh, (laughs) oh, that's what happened. Oh, that's right. Because you broke up with him at my wedding. Yeah, Bermuda's in Bermuda. Oh, that's why he, that's why he dramatically screamed at the top of his lungs, you broke my heart. Right. I was just thinking, what a fucking baby. (laughs) So what happens? So what happened with that? (laughs) Anyway, all right. So they do that and then they all escape to LA and Charlotte gets left in new york with Mm -hmm, with trey with old noodly trey yeah um and uh, miranda has some like insecurity issues because uh of the like the beautiful la women that Mm -hmm. are are walking around with their i think she's like their boobs up to here she's in a conversation with the dude named uh jason jason dick Jason Dick spelled D-I-Q-U-E. That's right. And uh, and I will say they do a great version of like an L.A. thing. Mm. Where they, they like dog L.A. pretty hard. But they, when he's talking to her and then he's like, he just like sees another woman and looks over his shoulders like, I'm sorry, what were you saying? Yeah. I, I need to go over there. Well, mm. That all takes place in a hotel bar. Yeah. And like. Do, do, lo- do L.A. locals hang out in hotel bars in L.A.? Actually. It actually, I stayed in a hotel. It was a rhetorical question, Court, but no. I, I've I've been to a. I stayed in a hotel in L.A. It was a very a very cool hotel. What's the hotel? It's it's a hotel in Koreatown, and they're known for this like huge like Koreatown brunch they do. I'll look it up. Dude, all like, you do is brag. Yeah, I'm totally kidding. No, all I do is answer no, no, questions like, truthfully. Like, you I, fucking losers. More like Bragshaw boys. Yeah, <laughs> well, there's one Bragshaw boy. Uh, I hey, thought, I thought you were gonna have keep... a name and instead you're like, it's a Korean place. They have brunch. <laughs> uh, it's in Koreatown. Hey, oh, okay. hey guys, keep wishing you could live McConaughey's life. Because <laughs> I took a lot of showers. Yeah, okay, Kate Corey Dick. <laughs> 
Um, but uh, no, but I think I, 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 I think it's the same thing as like going to the Ace Hotel. Okay, like that's what that's what I took it as. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. and yeah, they're because they're all in like a hotel, but they're all mm-hmm. like none of them are even hanging out together. Like Gary's on one side of the room talking to like the book exec, which I guess makes sense. Mm-hmm. Who sets up the meeting with Sarah McConaughey? Michelle Geller is the exactly. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah, she sets up the meeting with McConaughey. Yeah, and then um, that's where Samantha meets Kevin James Doyle. That's right, Garth, the dildo model. I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with what we look like. I don't know if some of you listen to us like Terry Gross. There's you just like you don't want to know what we look like. Terry Gross looks exactly like how I thought she looked. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like you hear that voice and you're like, I know you. Oh, dude. <laughs> no, I was exactly what you were. I was talking to somebody about politics and they were like, I just got into this one person and uh, I'm not gonna, even going to name. And uh, and he was like, she's just like, has like such an interesting like political perspective. And I was like, have you seen her? And he's like, he's like, no, is it just like an old lady? I was like, no, it's a very hot woman. And he looked, he's like, I was picturing just like a old NPR lady and he's like I went on Reddit and looked at like hot pictures of this one political commentator. Wait, I, love the commentator? I love that there's subreddits. I don't want to say her name because there's like a lot of people that there's like a whole Reddit talking about how hot she is and it's, pre- it's probably like annoying to her. But I don't know. I'm just I just don't want people to go do the thing. I'm saying with us. Hey, if someone chooses to be on television, it's their she, fault. She's not on television. That's why. People She's like, a radio commentator? Yeah. But she uh, has a face for television? Yeah. <laughs> it seems like she's really screwed up her career here. I think she's doing okay. But what I'm saying is if you don't know what we look like, if I especially go mustache. Dude, it's, it, it is like Katie and I are watching it. It's kind of crazy. And she is like, that looks it does. It exactly really, like Kevin. Yes. It so does. much. It's crazy. There is a, there was a look, there's a, the cameras to the side and he like reaches across Samantha at one point. I was like, God, that really does look like you. And we have the same girth. I, I measured it on the TV. <laughs> I use, we gotta, we gotta like, if they do a season two, we gotta really write a storyline where you are Samantha and Garth's love child. Oh man, I, I I will. I got in trouble for banging down the doors of HBO this first time. I was like, "Let me be Garth." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have Garth. So we have Garth, and then Samantha and Garth end up hooking up. Yep. Uh, Garth, real loud. <clears throat> real loud. Not is, that, gonna, is that like some of the? Is that up to date? The best sex Samantha has had? Do you think? Well, she also had sex wing sex with the guy, which you missed this episode, yeah. but she met her match, the AIDS test yeah. guy. But Smith Jared is the one who like, who, who like, like Texas world. oil drills are the hardest. That's right? true. Smith Jared, I think is probably, yeah. So Garth is definitely up there. Yeah. Um, and then we find out Garth is a poet who wants to come back to New York with Samantha. Dude, he's just like Kevin. No, He's got a soft soul. He's a performer. He likes to, he likes to write things and say them on stage. Would you do porn? No, I, I know you wouldn't do porn. I'm assuming you wouldn't do porn. But not with my face in it. You would do audio porn like this news anchor but, he's talking but would about. You, I wouldn't do it without my face would in Would you do um, a cast of your dick and sell your dick as a mold? Um, You know, there's something about that that doesn't seem as... That seems like I'm more okay with that than doing porn, and I feel like I need to figure that out. It's kind of like <laughs> be, it's kind of like how they have like custom flashlights. It would yeah. be like doing that. Yeah. And if and if the answer is yes, can we make one of those and sell it as merch? I would. I would make <laughs> if we make one. We can. I'll make one of them, 
I'll make one of them and we can give it away as at um at our live show no. December 6th. Let's do this. Let's make one. We make a mold. But people can't make fun of it. No, no, no. It, it'll be it'll we'll make it very flattering, but not not just you guys. Anyone that comes to our, anyone that ever sees it, you can't make fun no, of. No, here's how it, here's how <laughs> it has. That's my fucking penis, okay? <laughs> well, here's how it has to happen. It'll, it'll, we'll make it as, a, we'll make it as a mold, at, but it'll be a mold that it, it just comes out as a hard thing of ice cream. And then we cherry dip it like you do at a Mr. Softy. <laughs> oh it's just like a red or like a caramel thing. And then someone has to eat it as a melt. Oh, it's just um, that. 100%. Yeah. Right. Cool. You cool. Really Hold on. Penis, penis mold. I hope like a disease doesn't come up. <laughs> it's like, oh man. Penis mold. Penis okay. Mold. Clone a willy. Dude, could you imagine if you had, if you had penis mold disease? Oh. Penis molding kits. Yeah, I got a bad case of PMB. Um, dude, I bet, I bet Shmuel did. <laughs> okay. We're, we're going to buy one. It's 80 bucks. Clone a willy plus ball. You don't need my balls. That's weird. How do you do Wait, it? Wait, do you have to get hard and then yeah. just like. And yeah. Like, and then I, we're going to clone my willy. Do they send you a thing that you put it in? Yeah. Okay. I can't believe someone is putting his kids through college with like the invention of his penis mold at home kits, but good for them. I bet McConaughey is an investor. <laughs> He's that smart. <laughs> what does he say to care? Still works in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then let's see, we had, we had Carrie and the McConaughey kind of making her examine her relationship with big, right? Also the car did that a little bit. There's the thing about them renting a, a Mustang and yeah, about like not being able to drive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, Carrie feels weird after the McConaughey, after the McConaughey uh, meeting, and then she goes out to smoke on the set in New York. Oh, that was that's such a good scene. And, that's and really so, smart. And he's so like, smart, so creative. Yeah, he's like, it's outside. She's like, I'm outside, and it's in New, New York. York. And the guys, the security guard is like, no, nope, sorry. Um, and then um, I think that's. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think what else happens with Charlotte in the jugs. Oh, is Jugs second episode? Jugs was the second one we watched. Sorry. Jugs is after that. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> still got it. Um, uh, no, yeah. Jugs is after that. Is uh, but you know, but the good thing is, you know, is you know, during this episode, Trey was was slapping his dick That's to some thing. some Jugs. That's yeah. the thing. You Dun. you just you look on his face and you're just like, yeah, like he's jugs. secretly you're not thinking about you. You're not thinking about he he's trying to think about like people's hearts and be like, Oh, I have that surgery tomorrow. And he keeps on like <laughs> his brain, like pulls like a camera, like pulls out of the heart and then to the boob. Focus, focus on your job. Focus Trey. Um, I mean, we've kind of done like a, an overview. Yeah. What, what's like, what's interesting is, and it's what's so good about the show is that, I mean, Corey and I had, we did a double, episode night john that was just like it was just like the sadness it was late we recorded from like 9 to like 11 30 mm-hmm. and the two episodes were just like the tooth episode getting oh the tooth gosh. knocked out yeah. Yeah. then the cheating then them being like happy like we're finding new places and then them just like sad being like do you want to meet up and then the breakup with aiden that like both episodes were just the saddest things mm-hmm. so it's such a great palate cleanser to be like, oh, just like fun old school sex in the yeah, city. Totally. Yeah. Um, 
I think that's why. Yeah, that's got to be why they did these two. They're like, we need we need a change of scenery. Now. What are they called? Bo- are they, is there a bottle episode? Is that a term? No, bottle episode. Bottle episode is like when it comes from when they. I forget the show that did it first, but bottle episode is when they want to save money. And so they do an episode in one location mm. and it usually explores like one character. So it'd be like, so it'd, be like super the, bad it'd be like the night because they save money and they're like, oh, we have to fly the whole crew to Los Angeles. Wait, what? No. Is it usually like a locations? random character? So it would be like Steve, like getting to be a ball boy for the Knicks and it'd just be him in the locker room the whole time. So I think that is like another thing. If that's not in the new fucking series. I hope series, that's in the new series. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck this new series. If, if Steve Brady is not a, a bull boy for the Knicks for one, just one storyline of episode. Or even like on the TV in the background, you see Steve just at the ready, just ready to go. Shag some it's balls. just Steve so and Kyrie Irving. It's just that they just have a night out together. Oh, Steve and like some famous NBA players. And Kyrie, because he's like, yeah, I can't play. I'm not vexed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Steve's like, you should probably do that. Hey man, you can't even get into scout. You got to show proof of vaccination. Dude, when he first started it, was it, it sounded like <laughs> I, was, I, I thought you were going a different voice. Who did you think it was? I thought it was like Latino at first. <laughs> hey man, you can't even get in the scout. You were like, hey man. <laughs> hey Corey, hey chill on that. Oh, um, so the other thing goes to in the heights. <laughs> exactly. Um, um, oh, also, yeah. This this wasn't jugs though. This is um, this is when Charlotte puts a ring of stamps around Trey's yes. wing wong when he goes to sleep and finds out that he's he's getting boners while he's sleeping. It's so many flaws with that. So many. When like that happened, that, that's like that's like putting someone's hand. That's like put their hand in water to sleep over the way. Yeah. What are the flaws? <laughs> you said there's so many. Name six of them. Um, that that if you're, I mean, I'd have to do more research on impotence, <laughs> but it's like a lot of impotence. I. I think doesn't involve it's it involves like when you can get hard and stay hard. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't mean like oh I can never my penis never ever gets hard anymore. But I, I don't know I'm not impotent. So I mean, I is that is that I imagine if you're checking I'm for impotence that's like hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do an at home willy test. Yeah, <laughs> but but you'd probably st- if you're curious about that you'd probably start with. Are you, is your body physically able to do it? So that would be like a decent starting point, right? Yeah. I'm saying if you're applying the scientific no, I method. Guess, I guess I guess you're right. This is a perfect experiment. <laughs> yeah, if you're applying the scientific method, I think it's a great, it's a, it'd be a great sixth grade with like the, with like the trifold thing out. A science fair? Yeah, they, they use this. Daddy's dick can get hard. No, like the, oh, in, in just like that. It's like uh, it's Charlotte's like daughters in sixth grade, and Charlotte helps her with that. She's like, no, no, no it's not you, Harry. It's it's someone else. You shouldn't be insulted. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think like the trifold like board, uh, yeah, the board. cardboard, just like. Did you guys ever do a science fair? Oh yeah. yeah. What was your mine was, was salt your... dissolving. It was like, I pretty pretty easy to prove based on life. <laughs> dissolve. Dissolve. It was like how much salt dissolves. Do that know. like. After knowing you as an adult, that makes so much sense. That was your science fair project. But I just, I went and did the the presentation with such passion. Yeah, that makes sense too. What was yours? Um, oh man, I, I did one, something about like boiling quartz or something like that. All I remember is that, and this makes a ton of sense about me though, is that one of, one of my like deep childhood memories that's still there 
is the night before and like it was like 11 30 but as a third grader that's really late yeah the and, latest ever and your just, parents are helping you yep my parents helped me and my dad is standing in the other part of the kitchen and he's just like being very supportive but also just like how did we get here is this late and and that re that just that just now replays in my adult life about every two weeks for <laughs> yeah. work where I'm like, I have to get up at six tomorrow. Oh, I'm still shit. working. It's three in the morning. What am I doing? Dad was right. Quartz doesn't boil. <laughs> what was yours? Volcanoes, man. Yeah. Baking Volcanoes. soda vinegar. Uh, smartest thing the to best. Ba baking soda vinegar, a little food coloring, a little yeah. paper mache volcano. Just watch out. Yeah. Here, it here it come. And Every time. Best thing. And you're like, dude, we should do that at the live show. Just do a big, just bring out a science fair volcano and just, <laughs> then just pour some vinegar in there and stand back. That's all we do. You know, it'd be really funny is, is if we, we keep on like pouring stuff in it and we're like, why isn't this working? And someone like, it's cause baking soda. And then we put baking soda in the next one, but instead we make the volcano. We just hold up a magazine of jugs and then put it in. <laughs> like it wasn't the baking soda. The volcano needs to Dude, look at. Let's, do, let's do a Mentos and diet Coke <laughs> jugs experiment. And it has like we have like little googly eyes on the volcano. We can have, what we can do is we can ha we could tape a little Mentos on the jug, so when we open it, it, it falls in, in without people seeing it, and then it just erupts. The oh crowd gosh. goes wild, buys our merch, and that's it. And and it's just like this. Yeah, yeah. I think we hundred percent should do. We that. just wrote the live show. Yeah. Holy Good. shit! Thank you. Science. There's no reason for you people right? even come anymore. Yeah, <laughs> you know what you're gonna see. You're gonna see a, a mannequin with Trey's face on it. Guaranteed, yeah, guaranteed, it'll be three in the morning the night before. Corey will be stressing his ass <laughs> off. Like, why, the, why the hell did? Why does this even have to do with the show, guys, hey, John? You didn't pick up the jugs. Oh my gosh! John, people that don't get it. This was an obscure <sighs> riff that we did on a recent episode. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you came because the event said a Sex in the City podcast? Guys, no. By the way, you probably heard in an ad before this, but we're having a live show. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. December 6th, Union Hall. December 6th, Union Hall. Get your mm -hmm. tickets. I'll be there. I'll be there. Dude, it's awesome. Jones Anyone who there. comes, Madison Kestner. <laughs> she gave her our last one. She follows us on Instagram. And yeah, she we came... restoried something of hers today. I know, but yeah. we, she came to our last live show. Nice And she's like, I have a question. Um, uh, my name's uh, Madison. We did like Q&A at the end. I was like, Madison? Madison from Instagram? <laughs> and, uh, and it seemed very weird, but that was a funny interaction. Okay, yeah. so come to the live show. Uh, come to the live show. Uh, Mentos and Chuck. Oh, yeah, the, the paper ring. We've we've established that that's... That's actually good science. It's good science. That's how the Myrna vaccine is discovered. <laughs> Here's the thing is their, their issues are so deep that it's kind of crazy to think about. That he is avoiding, like, they have not had sex yet. They didn't have sex on their honeymoon. Mm -hmm. They haven't had, like, that's where the, the plot twist is. It's like, mm. okay, she can't even be like, sweetheart, can you get hard at all? Mm -hmm. Like, right. they're three weeks in and haven't had sex. That's pretty fucking dysfunctional. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they can't talk about it at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's, um, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that is, that is wild. It, yeah. It's, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird that she's never seen it too. Cause that means like, there's no, if she's it, never even seen this dick. Well, I guess she's seen it when they try. I, I just mean, she's never seen it. She's never seen it erect. Mm. And so, cause she's surprised when the paper tear thing happens, which means mm. that she's like never seen it, you know, like when you like wake up in the morning, you know, yeah. Old, old surgeon Trey morning wood. She's never <laughs> seen that happen before. Yeah, they, they didn't even like, 
Old Surgeon Trey sounds like Wait. a uh, like a Mumford and Sons type band. <laughs> oh. Old Surgeon Trey, ladies and gentlemen, Old Surgeon Trey. <laughs> <We're>, oh. Oh. <laughs> Down on the battlefield, uh, you hear the cannons blazing. <laughs> old Surgeon Trey, Old Surgeon Trey, he's got a box of raisins <laughs> <laughs> and the cannons fire. Um. When did when they got engaged? Uh, I guess we just need to like re. I have to go back and when they see. Got engaged, he had the ring on his lint penis. <laughs> but why was there not even a? T- I understand having sex, but like they haven't even like fooled around a little bit. They haven't even like. It's I, was there ever? I don't remember this, but yeah, you're right. Was there ever like a hug where she like feels like oh he's like poking through his doctor yeah. pants? Yeah, I mean, it just seems like. So they've had no sexual contact in any way. Yeah, I guess you not. Know? I think they just had a lot of make I want to fact check that because something doesn't add up. That's where I do. I I guess it could make sense. They haven't had sex. That's where it feels like it feels like they're in like they got a new storyline. Mm-hmm. And they had and they're like reinvigorated with being like, OK, now that we're here. Let's push into this, and it makes sense in the grand scheme, but kind of specifically, I'm like, I feel like there's a few plot holes here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Which is fine. Um, let's talk about let's talk about Miranda and her. Have you guys ever been to a physical location that made you feel particularly insecure? Um, y- yes. No. But- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's yes, but it's more like because there was a trigger of something else like mm. i knew like showing up and an ex is there mm. or like going to a place where it's like oh i used to work or yeah. i used to work on this block and i know like these old co-workers are here they haven't seen in a while or yeah. something like that okay. but but how do you mean like her just going to a party and just being like i feel well, she like, just, out like of felt, place. she like from I, she felt like la as a whole was yeah like siphoning some of her sex appeal away Mm. and i was wondering if you either of you have ever experienced anything like that anytime i've been to like whatever the traditional version of like a club is Mm -hmm. i i don't feel like that is a place that i can Mm. Mm. i'm I'm always just like i can't believe people go to clubs and go home with people Mm. which apparently happens and i haven't been to one in a long time but i remember when i was like in my 20s i had a few friends that like had had like they were showering with a different woman every night at the club <laughs> but he had like a bottle service table he was like, you should come and i remember going and i was like I, there was like a guy that just saw me like going to the gray goose like too much because i was like if i'm gonna be here i can't barely hear anything yeah. i can't talk to people i'm i'm at least gonna and he was like hey easy man because i was just like drinking all the bottle service because <laughs> so i was like that's like the only reason for me to be yeah, here why is, like, drink free I, yeah but i remember just like you gotta juice the goose but this is this is me being a little volney. But I remember being like feeling more just being like I feel more attractive when I can be funny. Mm. And if I if I can't be funny, I'm just like I can't just rely on like someone thinking I'm cute. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can and so and it's really hard to be funny there in like a club because it's such a self-serious dumb That's, place. Dude, you should have just tried physical comedy. <laughs> oh, I did. But I would do I would just do it with a friend and then you're just like a cl- like it just, just fall through the table. I I would do uh, what, what we would do. We do play, some slapstick. Step on a rake. 
we played a funny game where we would go up to like the prettiest girls and be like, excuse me. We'd be like, yeah, and be like, I'm really lonely. And like, the like, what the fuck? But I remember thinking that was funny, but also I'm like, oh, that was like me and my funny friend mm-hmm. that, that if we knew we could have flirted with girls, mm. we probably would have. Mm-hmm. But it's like, actually, let's exit this spacecraft and then just like make fun of this whole situation. Yeah. yeah. Which I think probably deep down is like when you learn to like not go to places like that and you're like, oh, I'll go to where I feel more comfortable. Right. I, I Yeah. I totally agree with that. And that like any time, I think this is probably like we why we're like either attracted to comedy or attracted to like the way that, you know. I feel like the things that you've been into are like either us joking around or like cerebral hobbies, you know, Mm -hmm. like playing magic and stuff like that. But like things that things that are supposed to be like effortlessly cool like that. And you have to be totally earnest about like Mm -hmm. going to dance seriously like that. Like I, you know, we've been so much fun to dance at weddings Mm -hmm. and so much fun to like go out with a bunch of friends to a thing. Or like, you know, the karaoke bar we used to all go to. Yeah. But you're right. Like a place where it's like, the thing here is to be earnest and cool and just like, just be cool. And like, <laughs> don't like, it doesn't matter because this is fun. I, I feel the same way. Do not feel really comfortable there. And, um, and I think, it, I, I guess because that that's why, like, there's a, there's a mystique that like cool people have mm-hmm. that. I don't know if they're actually comfortable in that environment or not. Mm. Um, and I, I feel like the, when they showed the LA party, like <laughs> there was a little bit of like people being cool, but you know that like from being at those parties that we've been to that half the people there are in their heads already yeah. and they're just pretending that they're enjoying it. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. mean that people don't enjoy stuff like that. Cause people do. Well, that's the, that is, um, I mean, very relatable for Miranda to experience that, you know, Mm -hmm. because, um, yeah, I think everyone has, has definitely felt that at, at certain times. Mm -hmm. And it's like never, I don't know, the people that you always like respect are always the people that are just like comfortable being in themselves. And I feel like we've talked about this many times in this podcast, but sometimes it's, it's funny whenever that creeps up on you because Miranda's probably a very self-confident person that creeped up on her in a way that is not just like, Mm. Oh, I'm dealing with this again. It was just like, probably in her head. She's like, what the fuck? I'm I'm better than these people. Like, you know, and then you're like, how do I get out of this spiral? You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, the place that she ends up at at the end is when she's on the bull Mm -hmm. and like takes the bull by the horns. Absolutely. Literally. And like unleashes her unleashes her like inner party girl by getting on the bull yeah have you guys ever ridden a bull uh yeah once i think i've probably sh- i've probably shared this story on the podcast but um a friend of the pod harlan j alford mm-hmm. and i were at a we were at a um this big party in williamsburg it was charlie xox or whatever charlie X. xcx yeah it was like her album release mm-hmm. our friend got us in there and they had a mechanical bull mm-hmm. and our friend harlan j alford wrote it and she, she was like She's like, we're going to get wild tonight, right? And everyone's like, yeah. She's like, we're going to get drunk tonight, right? And everyone's like, yeah. And she's like, we're going to ride that fucking bull tonight, right? And right when she said that, our friend Harlan J. Alfred was on the bull. And it broke right when she said that. (laughs) (laughs) turned around and looked. And it was just like bucking real out. And I was like, and he just like slowly went down. And he kind of just like 
rolled off of it. And <laughs> it was like one of those moments where the entire crowd just kind of like took a breath and was like, did, did that, was that planned? That, that big guy just rode that ball over the ground? She's and then like, everyone kept partying, but it was one of my favorite. Um, dude, that's so funny. It was actually my, my second favorite bull riding story. I'll share my first some other time. Oh, wow. Well, um, I just, you know, I want to show you guys this, uh, but this is, uh, this is me on the very bowl that Miranda was on. What? That's me and our friend, uh, Ben Fuquay, ben, friend of the pod, Ben Fuquay. Uh, we're in West Hollywood and I went there ready. This is just like, watch. We're watching Kevin ride the ball. He's doing okay. He looks like and Garth. Just <laughs> bam. Face plant. Just. Just Garthen right down, dude. and uh, and then I think after you gotta the, put that on the ground, dude. I do. I I know. I I lost it in my phone for a while. I did too, but I think on Instagram you can put like two next to each other. So I'll, I'll oh, make nice. sure I post all that stuff. Miranda, but, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I forgot that that was at the end of this, and uh, I did not. She she grabs the bull by the horns. I went down so quickly. The guy <laughs> let me do it again because it cost like twenty dollars. <laughs> I was like, I was kind of wrong. And I was like, can I do that again? He's like, yeah, it's another 20 bucks. I was like, please. <laughs> it doesn't look easy. Anyway, did he let you on again? He let, he let me do it again because it was like kind of empty. And I was like, I just like, I literally, I was like, I, I just like, I wasn't ready for the one. He's like, yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah. Like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> oh um, my gosh. Yeah. So. That's funny. Is that it? Well, is that a, is that a pod in the bank? Yeah. I think that's a pod. I think that's. I, gosh, I think it that's, feels so good to be back, dude. Solid pod, solid oh pod. Oh my back. gosh, it's, I love you guys. This is like, this is a good one to dip our toes back in. Mm -hmm. There's not like it's a lot of kind of surfacey stuff, but I feel mm -hmm. like we covered some really good ground, mm -hmm. and and we're ready. We're just like laying the foundation. We're just like we're that's just it. lubing it up before we wrap before some we stamps in around next dicks. That's it. <laughs> Boris, stamp your dick. Stamp your dick. Stamp your fucking dick. Hey guys, this, hey. this podcast is sponsored by stamps.dick. <laughs> stamps.dick. Stamps and blue shoes too. Blue shoes. <laughs> For Trey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, Trey does need some blue shoes. Yeah, absolutely. Get him some fucking sedenafil, the active ingredient. <laughs> stamp your dick. Listen, ladies, if you uh, are in a relationship with a man and you think that he won't feel uncomfortable by you doing this, Put some stamps around his penis. Call into the Lady, pod. Lady, if you're man at home and you're not sure if his penis full grown. <laughs> then put some stamps around, around his dick. And see if it grows and if it is jumping, jumping. Uh, if the serrated part comes apart. Serrated? <laughs> perforated? Uh, perforated. Perforated. Yeah, perforated. serrated is from serrated. Lord Bobbit. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, John, that's the pod. Oh, well, oh, I'll say it at the beginning of the next one because I don't, I don't want, I don't, I don't want it to get lost in the mix. We just got some very good reviews recently. So Ooh, if that, yeah. if that is ever a teaser to oh listen to the goodness. next episode, titillating, which will be on Patreon. So Ooh. if you want to hear those reviews, go subscribe. Yeah, come on, or you know what? Just if you can, if you, oh, the next one will be on Patreon. Don't be a stamp dick. Subscribe to our Patreon. Okay, new subscribe listener in love. After meeting the Bradshaw Boys on Sinead's podcast, they started their podcast from the beginning. I smile through the episodes and find myself laughing the hardest when they joke about blowing each other. <laughs> Dude, that's not a joke. That's, Which is ironic because a I'm a lesbian. 
I'm like, oh, look at that. My favorite part is mid-pandemic when the boys are going a little crazy and Kevin jokes about texting SJP. You guys crack me up. I've enjoyed this journey with you. That's Aww. awesome. Thank you. And then another one. Uh, so that's here to listen to people talk. That's their name. And then Friday we got one from Sammy. And he said, uh, these guys are breaking down the episodes in such a great way. Love hearing the, hearing the male perspective. Mm. New listener. I'm loving it. So thank you. Thank, thank you for thank you for the review. That's so nice. Those always help. They mm-hmm. always help. People Please. always mention that we should, that they're surprised we don't have more reviews on our podcast, and that's not our fault. That's yours, so go review Yeah, it's your fault, you listener. You fucking listener. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on. Wrap some stamps around your dick and write us a review. Yeah. It's Wrap some stamps hard. around the podcast app and give it a fucking boner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, later, Taters. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at the Bradshaw Boys. And if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. <laughs>